Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly. But sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. Great man episode. I better listen to this. The skepticals say it's a man in a monkey suit. Coitus between man and beast. Nonsense. Rubs. The greatest of all time, man. So, hello, uh, you're listening to Weird Tales and the Unexplainable, coming at you live from quarantine. <laughs> and uh, and uh, you can guess when we recorded this episode, if you're living in the future, based on that reference, but that's the last that we'll mention, the thing that we're not going to mention. Uh, with me is Beef. All right, guys. And Tiss. Yo! How are you guys doing? Yeah, good. Yeah, good. Everything's peachy. Yeah. It's not, yeah. is it? I can tell from your voices. It's, <laughs> it's a load of old shit. <laughs> it's it's pretty mental, but it's good. I'm um I'm considered a key worker, so oh, I'm, I'm still going to work. Yeah, I I just slipped through the system. It's certainly a cold pint of piss on your head for sure. Oh, lovely. So tonight, I thought we're not going to do. Well, first of all, I did start planning an episode, um, and I was really up for it. And then I thought, this is too silly. Like, even for us, I was like, this is too silly. It had no really? basis in fact. Even the people who talk about it do it jokingly, tongue-in-cheek. This isn't a real thing. And I was like, this is too silly. I just thought it'd be fun. Really? Yeah. So I'm not going to say what it is, because I'm not doing it, and I may do it in the future. I'm just going to say to listeners, how on board would you be for me to just do a really silly episode? There's no basis, in fact. Not, like, probably sillier than, like, Flat Earth, because at least some people believe that. Um, if you're up for it, I've got a number in mind. If I get enough messages and emails from people telling me to do it, I'll do it on the next go around. But I've put it on the back burner Sweet. for now. I mean, I'm all up for silly. Tonight, we're going to talk about the coronavirus. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. I'm going to beep that. I'm going to beep that. And any time we mention it tonight, it's going to get beeped as well. Amazing. Um, Is it still being bleeped along Trump? Oh, yeah, that gets, that's a bleeped one. Trump. What about... Um, it's- yeah, he's the bleeped. Yeah. Mm. Okay. 
Because he's a fucking that's right. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, listeners, uh, you probably can guess already this is going to be a bit of a loosey-goosey episode. <laughs> There's a lot going on and I haven't had a lot of time to uh, plan this. So I'm re- basically running off some notes that I've scribbled down. Uh, but it's not too serious a topic, so we shouldn't have any pedants saying, you got the facts wrong, because it's all nonsense anyway. Uh, tonight we're talking about the goat man. Ooh. I thought, uh, yeah, okay. Because uh, well, we haven't done a cryptid in a long time. I, I could have sworn we did um, Goatman, but we, we haven't. I had to no. look back through, and we've we've not, have we? No, it's been on my so, list of things to do for a long time. Oh, nice. When you put the, the emoji on our chat... Of the goat. I, I read it, I was like, oh, the greatest of all time. Are we going to be looking at, like, <laughs> Michael Jordan? <laughs> <laughs> no, I just meant this episode is going to be the goat. The greatest of all time, man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Awesome. So yeah, we haven't done a cryptid episode for so so long. I literally I don't think we've done one since the Yeti. No, really? No. I That's think nuts. Really unless I'm long? missing one, I think we have only ever done Mothman, Yeti, and our general like cryptids overview episode where we talked about Bigfoot and Loch Ness and stuff. So uh and I know people like wow. these cryptid episodes, so it's been a long time coming. I didn't realise that that's the last... I did, yeah. Um, yeah, we've not done cryptids for ages. I didn't realise it was that long, though. No. It's been, like, <laughs> probably, like, two years. <laughs> and I love cryptids, so... I mean, I suppose we talked a little bit about some Japanese monsters in the Weird Japan episode, but it doesn't really count. Oh, I guess so, yeah. And I, I think it's maybe because I did dragons... And yeah, that's come done up. stuff like that. Yeah, we but have done sort of into monsters. mythology. And even the dinosaurs episode, uh, we talked about... Uh, Mkele Mbembe, I think it was called, the one that's in Africa, which is basically a cryptid. So they've come mm, up. Mkele Mbembe. <laughs> <laughs> but Tiss, I'm going to start with you. What Do you know anything about Goatman? What do you know about Goatman? Uh, nothing, unless it is a reference to like the devil or uh, some demonic man. Mm, there is some mentions of Satanism later in the episode, but it's not the ba- the main basis. Because Satan is depicted as, as a goat, right? Is he not? Yeah. And usually, actually, goats are a symbol of um, the devil. And, and yeah. uh, if, mm. if people have seen The Witch, the film The Witch, uh, they have the black goat on their farm, Black Philip, and um, they think he's a conduit for the devil and stuff. Yeah. I don't know where that's come from, um, but, yeah, when I think goat man, I think particularly the devil from... Um, yeah, just uh, <laughs> I'm now just thinking of um, Tenacious D. Oh right, um, Dave Grohl. <laughs> uh, yeah, as the yeah. devil, but he's got like a goat's hind legs, hasn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know where that comes from. Well, that's a real common actual uh, description of the goat man to have the like the cloven hooves, the like hairy legs, and the more human torso, but with the horns. So that's an image that that's popped up again and again. Okay. So what I've done is I've done a bit of research and there's more than one goat man. There's loads of different goat men. Goat men's. Especially across the United States of America. Uh, it's particularly popular there. And tonight we're going to talk about a few of the most prominent goat men. Okay. 
Sounds like, I didn't realise there was more than one either. That's, yeah, um, me neither. When I started researching, then I was like, okay, because I was originally okay. going to do this as a split episode, like two different cryptids. Because I was like, how much can I get out of the goat man? And then I was like, oh shit, there's loads of goat men. I'm going to have to pick it, pick like three of them. Wow. So, a herd of goat men. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Now you've got me thinking of um, The Simpsons when Ned Flanders is the devil and he's got like a goat, <laughs> goat legs. <laughs> oh, I'd sell my soul for a donut. Well, that can be arranged. Flanders! You're the devil? <laughs> it's always the one you least suspect. Now, many people offer to sell their souls without reflecting upon the grave ramification. Do you have a donut or not? Coming up. Just sign here. Careful, hot pen. Hmm. Who's that goat-legged fellow? I like the cut of his jib. Uh, Prince of Darkness, sir. He's your 11 o'clock. <sighs> oh, man. How long has it been since we've done a, a, a Simpsons reference? I know. For like, it's well, been a few go. episodes. Really? Yeah, I, I feel I like think it. so. We've got um, so some of these goat men go by different names as well. So I'm going to say the names of some of the goat men that we're going to cover tonight, and tell me if you recognise these names. So other than the Maryland goat man, which we're going to talk about, and the Alton Bridge goat man, there is the Lake Worth monster. Not heard of Not that. Heard of that? No, I hadn't. Nope. Nope. The Lake Worth monster is also known as the Goat Man. And then finally, this is one I had heard of, but I didn't know what it was. I just recognized the name and I didn't know this was another name for one of the Goat Men. The Pope Lick Monster. The Pope Lick Monster. The Pope Lick Monster. Pope Lick Monster. Lick the Pope. Licking the Pope. <laughs> but we'll That's, come to that. Uh, no, I've not heard of that. That's crazy. So we'll start by talking about the Maryland Goat Man. Is that the classic? Uh, I don't know. I think the Pope Lick is the most famous, but really, the 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 three like the Maryland Goatman, the Pope Lick, and the Lake Worth are the big three. How far are distance apart? Are they all from America? They're all in America, um, and mm. they're all from different states. So, mm. and then I'll talk a little about the Alton Bridge Goatman at the end, but that'll be a five minute thing because there's not so much on that. But we'll start off with the Maryland Goatman. So this is going to be in three parts. So part one, yeah, the Maryland Goatman. So description: six foot tall. Horns, hooves, hairy, you know, animal hind legs, exactly what we said about, but with a goat's head, not like a man's head, an actual goat's head. So a goat on its hind legs, basically, six foot. And uh, often sort of considered Maryland's Bigfoot, their version of Bigfoot, seen in the woods and stuff. It's like the big billy goat's gruff. There is a picture of this goat man that was snapped. Tell me if you think this is a hoax or not. So this is the goat man in the woods. Almost certainly. Oh, I've seen that photo before. Yeah, seen that? Yeah. Hmm. No. Let's let's zoom zoom in on him a bit, see what you guys think. Billy Goat's Gruff is a a goat man that I've seen, actually. (laughs) (laughs) He he looks like Bungle from Rainbow. Yeah, I mean, that, to me, does look like a man in a suit. Looks like a big man in a suit. Looks like a Bigfoot. Exactly. It looks like the Bigfoot man in the suit thing that we watched yeah but there's been stories of the maryland goat man sort of originated in the 50s um the best date i've got here for an origin is 1957 uh and they've actually stories have appeared in the media since the 70s Mm. where it was uh blamed for the death of a decapitated dog oh okay that's where it was in the paper was Um, it just it just been mangled to shreds and the head has been ripped off Ah. Yeah. Ripped off. Yeah. 
Oh. Well, I don't know. The head wasn't on it. I don't know if they know exactly how it was removed. That's grim. And that's where this came from. This idea was that they this dog had been mutilated. That's, that's the because it was already a story since like the fifties in that area. When this dog got decapitated, mutilated, people were like, "It's the goat man. The goat man's real." Hysteria mm. in the papers. And this, obviously, I've said this in different states. This is in Maryland. It's the Maryland goat man. Uh, particularly, there's the sightings in um, Beltsville and <laughs> Bowie, which are two places in Maryland. Now, I don't know how if you guys are going to have the same opinion as me when I get into some of these facts, but like some stuff, I'm like, oh, I'm into this. There's a big creature living in the woods with horns. I don't know what it is. Maybe real, maybe not, like Bigfoot. Mm. But then you get every now and then someone chucks in another fact where you're like, ah, you lost me. Yeah. Because this one in particular is sometimes seen wielding an axe. Mm. Nonsense. Rubs. Rubs. Uh, that's just a bit too. Um... Is it aware of uh, pop culture? Exactly. I don't know. I, it seems too aware, doesn't it? I, I mean, an axe and a goat go very well. A bit too well. Maybe a javelin. Something like that. <laughs> something a bit weirder. <laughs> so you're like, oh, that's a bit <laughs> shit. So, probably is. It just seems a little bit too, like, cerebral. I don't want my monsters to be that cerebral and, like, that intelligent. I want them to be, like, <laughs> I don't want monsters. them to play up to my uh, <laughs> expectations of them. No, I want cerebral. them to just be monsters. I don't want them to hold an axe. Like, they shouldn't be intelligent enough to hold an axe. They should just want to rip you from limb from limb. Yeah. Mm. Why Why would it, Why would they know what to do with an axe? Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Wow. It, it's daft. It's just silly. It's nonsense. Goats notoriously smart. So uh, it's commonly seen in between the Fletchertown Road and the Governor's Bridge Road. That's the stretch it's often seen on. Um, and actually thrill seekers often park along that stretch with the lights off to see if they can see something, any sort of evidence. Um, Just on this one road? Well, this is where it's most commonly seen. Okay. So this stretch is where most of the sightings have happened. They just wait for it to take out his bins. Yeah, exactly. They're, part, they're, sta- they're doing a stakeout. <laughs> so the report said it's uh, been seen attacking cars. It was blamed for the death of the decapitated dog, like I said. And it's also said to prey on couples. on a, Attacking uh, lane cars? Owners. Yeah, attacking cars. Attacking cars. Chasing after him like a dog. <laughs> I don't know. I made that bit up. That's quite <laughs> but funny. I don't know. Lunging at them. <laughs> lunging at cars. Uh, yeah, hmm. what kind of damage? Malice towards the car, or trying to get at the people inside? Were they empty? I guess trying to open like a tin of sardines. Like they want the the meat inside. All oh, right, there was people inside them. It wasn't yeah, just it's like yeah, he's not driving along, and then it jumps out onto the car. You know. Hmm. Well, Tis, were you imagining this goat man to be like keying cars, wanton car, car destruction? Just, just a car park of it, just going nuts. We're a baseball bat. We're just keying the cars. <laughs> just rocking cars back and forth in like a just, Morrison's car park or whatever. Just, just writing clean me in the back. Morrison's. <laughs> so a lot of these stories, it feels like it's teenagers perpetrating this like want to keep this rumour going. And it's a bit of fun because it's always there's always a lot of like silliness to a lot of these origins and stuff it seems to me yeah so it's said to yeah. prey on couples on a road known as lover's lane so that's like another thing that feels very teenagery yeah and i've got mm. a potential origin here tell me if you think this sounds legit okay 
So it was potentially a science experiment gone awry with animal DNA that came into contact with the scientist's blood, creating the goat man. Rubbish. Wow. <laughs> Rubbish. Don't they make human-animal hybrids? Well, that's what they're saying it is. How long ago what was this, mean? though? The 50s? Hang on a minute. Who who says that? Uh, the, the people who continue the stories of the goat man. It's like, I heard. No, that, that actually happens, I think. So, tis, what? so human, this story... Human-animal hybrids. That's what I've heard. <laughs> This is this, you say who says this? Then sort these people it, say you laugh when I say the source. It was originally on Alex Jones on Joe Rogan's oh, podcast. Oh no! But nonsense. No, I think there was a news story on it. I mean, I don't know if it actually happens, but maybe people can email in. Does it happen? It's so interesting that I say maybe it's this hybrid from this scientist, and Tis goes. Oh, yeah, maybe. And he's like leaning towards into it and Beef goes, oh, bullshit. Yeah. And goes completely the other way. <laughs> well, Tiss, are you thinking of Jeff Goldblum in The Fly? <laughs> I did, I'm not seeing The Fly. I was thinking that they do it oh, now. Oh, mate, you should. It seems quite a long ago. If it was modern day, though, if it was modern day, I'd, I'd be like, probably. That Probably that's the most likely if it does exist. By well, the it's way. still not roaming. It does. Sites are still reported, so. Yeah, but in the 50s, did we have that technology? Well, maybe we did and we didn't have to use it and that's why there was these accidents. Yeah, it seems a bit too good. Like the goat man, if he's, you know, getting away with murder and not being caught, he's pretty good at something, right? I couldn't do that. Yeah, well, yeah. Getting away with murder. <laughs> I couldn't <laughs> Just do ripping it. the tops off I mean, cars. he is, right? He's not been arrested yet. So um, <laughs> you said about Billy Goat's Gruff earlier. Yeah. Yeah. Interestingly, bridges do play a big part in like all of these stories that I'm telling tonight. Really? I've only just realized it myself as I'm going through these notes. I'm like, oh, another bridge. Because I said um, one of the roads that he's on is Governor's Bridge Road. Yeah. Well, that connects up to the Governor's Bridge, and um, ah. which is um, some people in the area, it's known as the Crybaby Bridge. I, I don't know why, but that's his nickname. Hmm. But it's also been seen around there, and strange bones have been found under there. So there's all... They all think that's linked to the goat man as well. And so it's just jumping up, taking people off the bridge and just snacking on them underneath. Yeah, exactly. Like a troll. Yeah. Is maybe the troll in the Billy Goat's Gruff is Goat Man. Maybe. I think Billy Goat's Gruff story is older than the fifties, but we'll say yeah, maybe. So um this is another fixating too much on that. Another possible origin for you. Uh, if you're not buying the science experiment one, I know Tiss is, but Beef, maybe you'll you'll cling on to this one. No, rubs. Some people are thinking it's the vengeful spirit of a goat herder whose herd was harmed by teenagers, which is why he goes after teens. A goat herder? I mean... He dresses as a goat, or he turned into a goat in or rage. Or in death he loved goats so much he became one. The uh, symbol of a goat. No... <laughs> Even you don't seem taken in by that. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, so a goat herder <laughs> that used to get picked on by teenagers. Yeah, well, they no, the teenagers hassled his herd, and he was really upset. And when he died, not he even went him, just teenagers. his herd hassled. Yeah, he loved them. But what what sort of hassle are we talking? Like kicking them, chasing them, probably screaming at them, singing off key. Me, ma, ma, me, 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 ma, ma. 
<laughs> I'll put that clip in if you like. Yeah. <laughs> Release the dogs. Gee, they look pretty mad. Yeah, I've been starving them, teasing them, singing off key. Me, me, my, mo, me, moo, my, me. No, 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 Oh, man. oh god, so good. The thing is, I always <laughs> sing off key to dogs. It's just I always do it. They don't care because they love it. <laughs> they 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 find anything funny. Actually, it probably winds them up, but that's not a bad thing. It's just fun to wind up a dog. At the moment, the stories and the description of this goat man. Do you find him scary at all? Uh, I mean, he's in America, so not not massively. Unless he's gonna. If you lived there, like, would you be worried of it? Oh, if I lived there, um. Yeah, probably. Not particularly. Probably outside, just like, fuck, could be the goat man outside. The thing that I actually find, this is the one little detail which I actually find the creepiest. Yeah. They say it screams like a goat. Right. And for some reason, I hadn't mm. thought of the way it would shout. I've, I think of it more of like a roar, but the idea of like a goat, a large goat bleating at me as it runs is actually really unsettling. <laughs> yeah, that's quite horrible. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just bleating away, running at you. I've got a sentence here with no more information on it. I just read this one sentence in amongst um, an article I was reading. In 1962, he was the lead suspect in a murder case of 14 hikers. Lead suspect. Crying out loud. Fucking hell. 14? Who was the police force? 14 hikers. I don't know if that's bullshit. Like That's another story that's been passed on because I didn't find any other information on that. That feels like a rumour. That feels like hikers. a cover-up. That feels like if a cover-up. If 14 That's hikers died, I don't think the police force would be like, probably goat man. Uh, unless they were paid off. Yeah. That's a serious That's serious business. Serious money. I mean, and it all depends how they were killed, I suppose, isn't it? Mm. If if they got there and they're like, whoa. Killed by I mean, goat. I'd imagine they just ripped apart, like intestines hanging out. Yeah. Like skeleton like just bodies wrapped you'd be like wow that's pretty that's the thing what about if they were found with like gunshot to the head 14 dead <laughs> probably the goat man <laughs> probably goat man yeah probably goat man probably goat man held them up at uh goat point <laughs> and uh <laughs> he's the goat <laughs> took all their camping gear i've never been held up at goat point oh he's just holding his horns towards them <laughs> those eyes though yeah, goats goats are quite unsettling looking creatures sometimes. So you don't have any more information on that story then? No. No, I just made a note of that and I'm like I think I think that is a fabrication. If any listeners know more about this lead suspect goat man thing, I want to know because I didn't find it. Mm. I just I guess I'm curious what other animals, what other large an- animals do they get up there that might murder 14 people? Cougar is it murder if an animal does it? Well, that's a, that's the thing, isn't it? If it's a goat man, is it murder? Is he an animal or is he more man than beast? More man than beast. <laughs> if he holds an axe, <laughs> he's got some intelligence. Yeah. Is that the same goat man? We're talking about the same one. This is oh, yeah, the, we're still yeah. on the Maryland goat man. So, axe wielding. I guess they were killed by axe then, right? What's that? They were guilt- killed at axe point. Oh, maybe. Or just like loads of hoof prints all over them. Oh, I imagine being hoofed to death. Yeah, that would hurt. Right <laughs> in the shin. <laughs> hoofed. Oh. Would you, if you yeah. got trampled, 
uh, kicked in the shins and stuff by a goat man. Would you say you were hooved to death or hoofed to death? Hoovered. Hoovered. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Okay. So we said, I said it would be a loosey goosey. Um, In the 1950s, he started. In the 70s, first report in the media. But these sightings are still happening today. In fact, in 2015, there was a whole cluster of sightings and uh, there was like a Twitter hashtag of all this. And people were on like Goatman Watch. When was this? What, what year? 2015. Jesus. So still still rumours continue of this Goatman. Hmm. 65 years old, at least. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's, he's all grey now. <laughs> Less threatening now. <laughs> but wow. he's got a bus pass. There was a movie made about this goat man, okay. um, which is available to view in its entirety on YouTube. I didn't do it. Uh, it's an indie movie called uh, Jimmy Tupper versus the Goat Man of Bowie. Oh man! And it's Let like me, a, I've got to check that out. It's like a handheld cam teen movie about a guy who swears he saw the Goat Man. Mm. Oh, I've got other ones, but not that. I watched the trailer for it, but the whole thing is on YouTube. Okay. So there is um, a Goat Man hunter the expert of the Maryland Goatman, uh, a guy named Mark Opsasnik. Mark Opsasnik. I don't know. I probably mutilated his uh, pronunciation of his surname there. But It's all right. He's not going to listen. No. Well, if he's the expert, he might. He might see your Goatman episode. I better listen to this. See if I get name-checked. Mm. Yeah, fair enough. But this <laughs> is how much this Maryland Goatman, I feel, doesn't have that much to him. Because even this expert, who is like the hunter of the Maryland Goatman, doesn't actually believe in it. He right. says, until he sees it with his own eyes, he doesn't actually believe it. What a waste of his time, then. Well, yeah, exactly. And uh, the folklorist at the Maryland University, Barry Pearson, says he believes it to be just bored teenagers trying to keep an old legend alive. Mm. I think that he's probably right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you live in a small town like that, it must be pretty cool to have your local legend. You'd want it to carry on, especially around Halloween. Yeah, I guess so. Let's go Goatman hunting. The costume would keep relevant if that was the case. Oh, yeah. Goatman costume. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Probably invested in a Goatman costume and then thought, well, I need to get the buzz back. And then... Yeah. I suppose if that was all your area was known for as well. It's like (laughs) Ellsbury's famous for ducks. Yeah. Why is Ellsbury famous for ducks? Uh, because of the Ellsbury duck. Which is? Uh, a type of duck from Ellsbury. Oh, it's, it's just a type of duck called the yeah, Ellsbury duck? Yeah, just a type of duck. They're, Fo- they're um, a football team as well. The Ducks? Well, not anymore. Oh, really? Don't think, well, I don't think so. We've got two football teams now. Oh, God. We've got Ellsbury United and something else. Why don't they call them the Ducks anymore? They sold the stadium. Well, they didn't sell it, but oh, it's the, the stadium I'm out is... the loop with Ellsbury. Mate, it's been a big issue around Br- these parts for a long time. Bring the ducks home, I say. What? What? <laughs> uh, who do they sell it to? <laughs> that's the most they, niche, that's... niche reference I think ever made <laughs> on Weird Tales. It's so stupid. That is the mo- I wonder if there's one listener who gets that reference. Yeah. Sean is probably the Sean, only one that might and he have any inkling that long. <laughs> no, he'll just go. Oh yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they didn't sell it to anyone. They've um, 
it it was they were going to sell it for housing years and years ago. Like right, I don't it's know, prime location, ago. isn't it? Yeah, but it's uh, it's all sad. Yeah. It's gone. So I'm not going to cut that anyway. So American <laughs> listeners, that's the uh, update on the Ellsbury Football Stadium. <laughs> <laughs> This this is going to be a silly episode. So so, so stupid. Final thoughts on the Maryland Goat Man before we crack on to the next one. That's all I've got on him. It, it's classic cryptid, isn't it? It's it's good fun. It it might be true, but it's probably not. But classic cryptid to me, I want to believe this. Like I kind of want to, but also I'm like I don't. It's got an axe. Like it ruins it for me. Yeah, I guess that's the only like, thing. Like Mothman, I can go for Bigfoot. I can go for Yeti, I can go for like, you know, yeah. maybe, maybe, maybe. This, I'm like, I went into it really wanting to believe in Goatman and finding out some of these facts, I'm like, you're ruining it, guys. You're ruining it for me. The addition of the axe does not help. It's a bit like saying, ah, oh, I saw Bigfoot the other day. He uh, was eating a pack of Doritos. Yeah, <laughs> and it's a little bit too supernatural. When you look at the two origins, you've got like the the spirit of a goat herder well that's not some monster is it that's a spirit or like a science experiment gone wrong nah I want it yeah. to be a big monster yeah but we're going to get a few of that on this episode there's a few disappointing origin stories on here I don't want an origin story to my monster I just want it to be a monster mm. but now we're going to go on to the summer of 69 I'm, I'm not singing it and uh, I, I paused in case you were going to do it. And we're going to talk about. I, was, the lake. I thought Tiss might do it. We're going to talk about the Lake Worth monster. The Lake Worth monster. Yes. Pay for it. And what I'm going to do is actually, you know, I'll start. I've got a news clip here from the summer of '69 about the Lake Worth monster, and I'll play you the news clip. So let's get this news story up. So this, uh, just to give you a bit of background, the Lake Worth monster. This is obviously spotted at Lake Worth. Uh, which is in Texas, just west of Dallas. Uh, it's at a place called Greer Island at Fort Worth, where this was spotted. And it was like an event that happened over the course of a summer with like numerous witnesses. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I'm going to play you a news report from 1969. Just about the time man, in all his wisdom, decides that he has this world and everything in it all figured out, along comes something he can't explain. Take the recent reports of the Lake Worth monster, or creature, or whatever you want to call it. Some who have seen it say it looks like a half-man, half-goat. Others, who are a little more conservative, describe it a little differently. Well, it was about seven foot tall, weighed about 350 pounds, and it was hairy, and I couldn't see his face. It was in the dark. There are reports that it has scales, too. Did you notice that? I was scared. I didn't see nothing like that. You said it took the tire off your pickup. What did it do? No, it was not the tire off my pickup. It was in a, a, a sand pit that they dug dirt from, and he threw a tire uh, some 400 to 500 feet. And the police that looked at the tire in the back of the car said that it had to come off from a pickup. We didn't have no pickup there, so we had a, a rambler, a little, little uh, rambler out there. Did it look like he was throwing the tire at somebody, or...? They thrown it at everybody, about 40 people. This is the place near the Greer Island Wildlife Refuge where Harris allegedly saw the creature or monster or whatever you choose to call it. It was up there on those cliffs, and it'd stay up there running back and forth, and it run. It wouldn't run the whole distance around. It'd just run halfway around it and halfway back, and 
it wouldn't run through the trail that was up there. It'd run through the the edge of the cliff that was pretty rugged and had a lot of weeds and trees around it, and I couldn't see how no human could really get through there as fast as it could. The skeptical say it's a man in a monkey suit, but some say it can't <laughs> be that no man is that big or that strong or could make so hideous a sound. At any rate, something happened out here last night, and so tonight there will be more people back, armed with cameras and probably with rifles. And this causes apprehension, particularly for police, who say that, monster or no, if there are very many rifles here, somebody might get hurt. Jerry Taff, Channel 8 News, at Lake Worth. There we go. That is amazing. I love that. What a, what a news clip. I love that so I found that news clip there. of the actual time itself like while the event's going on he's like we're all going to be there again tonight come join us yeah. it's like in the simpsons where <laughs> to bring up another simpsons reference where the alien comes back and they yeah. all go and rush out to see the alien mr burns i yeah exactly love <laughs> oh spoiler he's bringing he us love, love kill, kill it, it. <laughs> <laughs> that was more in sync than any like clap we've done at the start of an episode <laughs> That's brilliant. <laughs> so what do you guys think of that from the descriptions on there? Uh, by the way, uh, seven foot tall, apparently. Um, and like they said, fur and scales. Uh, I mean, was it me or was, he, was the reporter getting like loads wrong? He kept saying, he's like, so I've heard uh, this. And like, yeah, no, no, that didn't happen. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Apparently he picked a tire off your pickup truck. No, not off my pickup truck. He had a tire, but yeah. it wasn't from mine. It's crazy rumours. Yeah. It's just what news do best. Um, no, I, I don't know. Um, they couldn't get close enough, but they think that they could see scales. Mm. Some That's people bit... claimed they could see scales on it. Scales? Mm. Surely it would be scales or fur, not both. But Maybe not though. I don't know. This this was big news. Like so, you got that news report there. Uh, that was from the Star Telegram. Um, this sounds more like lizard men. The uh, the Star Telegram from the era they had front. There was on front page news with the headline: <laughs> "Fishy Goat Man Terrifies Couples Parked at Lake Worth." <laughs> I mean, they seem to be pretty sure on some of these figures. Seven foot, three hundred and fifty pounds. Mm. It had a lot of witnesses, and they're all together. Like it's not like someone said they saw it. Someone's when he said it through the tire. I've got reports here ranging from twenty-four people up to forty people saw it that night. Wow, that's that's pretty crazy. Mm. Where was this one? Uh, Texas, west of Dallas, uh, Greer Island at Fort Worth. And they said the noise, the noise that it, they talk about, the noise that it made, didn't they? Yeah, so the order of events, basically, uh, this creature leapt from a tree one night at this guy um, who was in his car. So again, it attacked a car um, and left a big, uh, he said, an 18-inch, like, scratch up the side of its car, like a gouge. Right. Which he described as a scar. Um, there was a man named John Reichart. There was loads of police reports around that night as well of other people seeing it. Uh, the police laughed them off, but... They said, well, this is a quote from the police. We laughed them off, but people were really scared. I mean, that's a lot of people to have witnessed something, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, well, that was the next night. So the next night is uh, it appeared in 
in front of over 20 people, perhaps up to 40 people, cried out, then threw a massive tire at them from up on a ridge. It just feels like that's that's too many people to have seen the same thing mm. and report on the same thing mm. for there to not, I don't know, not be something in it. Uh, and... Yeah, mm, no, just No, it just... And if it was going to be another animal, then it's enough people that they would recognise what kind of animal they thought it was. Yes. Uh, so it was seen running through the grass as well, like the other guy said in that clip. Uh, there was... See, some of this stuff... All this stuff up until now, there's like corroborating reports and evidence, like multiple people saw it. Then it gets a bit fishy. Like some people said there were dead sheep around. I don't know if that's people making it up or remembering, misremembering. People said there was blood tracks around, big footprints, but there's not multiple. I haven't got that much source on that stuff. uh, Like I have with the tire and the car jumping and stuff. Um, At the time though, the cops thought it was either a bobcat. No. Bobcats Mm. don't throw tires around. No, don't think so. Or uh, teen pranksters. It's a lot of effort, isn't it? Well, I've got a picture of it here. Someone got a photograph of it. Okay, that's handy. Yeah. Go on. So this was a man named Alan Plaster, who actually believes it was a hoax, even though he's the one who took the photo. Um, And what I like about this, all them other ones look like they could be doctored or all the other photos you see of Goatman or they're like, they're obviously a guy in a suit. This is literally just a scan of an old photograph. Like he took it on his camera. So it's really bad quality. Uh, So I'll be impressed if you can make a lot out of this. Yeah, I can. Looks like a cloud. Yeah. Yeah, That's what I think. Because it's so, it's black and white and you can see the grass at the bottom. It's like above the grass and then these hunched shoulders and then this, it's like smoke. Sort of vaguely goat-shaped head at the top, sort of turning towards the camera. It's quite yeah. hard to make out because it's very blurry. Maybe. That's the one photo that exists. Um, and mm. actually, Sally Ann Clark, um, a woman at the time, she wrote a book based on it. That photo was included in the book. Uh, and the book was called The Lake Worth Monster of Greer Island, Fort Worth, Texas. Snappy title. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so long I mean it's a little bit yeah I mean I, I, I just don't buy this whole like Scooby Doo oh it was just those lousy kids like, like I don't know I just don't buy that I like this one because it does feel like animalistic like it's charging at cars and throwing stuff and shouting like a monster. Yeah, exactly. It's not wielding an axe and it's not a science experiment or anything. No, and it's not an animal. It's um, They describe it as a monster or like the reporter is like a monster or a creature or whatever you want to call it. So I've got a couple of updates from more recent years that are like reflecting back on this uh, time because it was just over this one summer that it was spotted. But what what do you guys think, Tis? Do you think this is um, potentially a monster or a prank or another animal or what? What are you um, what are you going for on this one? Yeah, I'm going for a massive. Uh, what's that uh, lake monster look like? You know that the monster of the lake, the Loch Ness, the, the green dude in the film. Is it Casablanca or something? Is there a film? Swamp thing. Swamp thing. Swamp thing. It's Maybe not, it's swamp thing. Not Casablanca. No. Casablanca. <laughs> Swamp Thing, the, the DC comic character Swamp Thing. Uh, 
It's like the thing of the lake or something, like the monster. Oh, of the, the lake. creature of the black lagoon. <laughs> yes, that's it. Oh yeah. I thought that's what you meant. <laughs> <laughs> Casablanca. Yeah, classic like Hammer horror character, isn't it? Yeah, he's like big green and he's got like tentacles. So that's how you envision it. That's yeah, kind of with like maybe that. some fur. Nah, just green with scales. Oh, just green. Even though the picture I showed you was white. That's a. What do you think the picture's a hoax? Yeah, the picture's a hoax. But the the people who saw it, that that's what I'm. Yeah. Imagine it. So I'll see what you guys think to this. Um, in 2005, a reporter at the Fort Worth Star-Telegram, which originally was um, writing the articles about it back in 69, received an anonymous letter. Uh, the letter was from someone who claimed to be one of three high school students at the time who decided to, quote, go out and scare people at the time. Right. right. Now, was that letter a hoax or was that like was that someone trying to claim responsibility for a strange event or was that real uh i I think maybe just someone trying to jump on the publicity bandwagon yeah Mm -hmm. i'd go with that it's a small town you know the news is turning up and yeah it just feels like jumping on the bandwagon there to me the other side of that i've also got a quote from someone from the texas bigfoot research center Oh man. Which I love I love that that exists. Yeah. That's fantastic. And he says, "I personally think it's an undiscovered uncatalogued primate species that walks on two legs." And that's uh, Craig Woolheater. So there's some that believe it and some that think it's this hoax that went on. Mm, could be either. I guess that it feels to me like and this kind of goes along with how i feel about bigfoot as well is that it's too big right and the area is too small it just feels like they'd have discovered it by now at least with yeti with yeti it kind of seems to to be around a huge expanse like Mm -hmm. we're talking like siberian mountains or well that's why we sort of went down on the side of yeti is kind of more probable or more likely than yeah. some of the others. But this, I don't know, it just feels... This basically feels like it's like one nature reserve. Yeah, it's too small. It's too small an area. And if you've got that many people looking for it, you feel like it would be, would have been uh, like discovered by now, I guess. Well, I did a little bit of my own investigation on this one and I found something really interesting. Ooh. Go on. So on YouTube, uh, I was just looking at some videos of reports and stuff from the news at the time. Right. And in the comments underneath one of them, I found a really interesting comment. Okay. If I could just get this up, I'm going to read this to you. And this is only from a year ago. Um, And this is from someone commenting on a video whose name is Lazy Eye Ranch. And they say, I know the real story behind this, but no one believes me. This started as a prank by my four cousins who grew up on the banks of Lake Worth and spent their days exploring and thinking up silly stuff to do. In 1968, my dad was working in Australia and sent home cool gifts for us, like boomerangs and kangaroo hides. My cousin, Sonia, and I both got big stuffed koala bears made out of real kangaroo fur. Her four brothers decided it would be funny to put the stuffed animal on the tallest boy's head, making him look close to seven feet tall, and then fasten a long army coat around his neck to hide my cousin underneath. It was one of those old coats with the furry liner. 
so they put it on inside out to make him look hairy. I remember being seven years old and hearing them tell the tale of how they scared some people out on the island, especially when Bobby threw that tyre, they said. Not superhuman strength, he threw it like a frisbee, something they did a lot for fun. They were strong, healthy kids who played on the island and knew every inch of it. They were nimble like monkeys, never could keep up with them. The goat man made a few more appearances, but when the cops started talking about shooting it, they decided that enough was enough. They played some other pranks that were far worse, like putting a dummy on the back of their motorbike and waiting for someone to get close behind them before knocking the dummy off the bike and speeding off. The car would run over the body and my cousins would sneak back to watch them freak out and then get pissed off when they realized it was a prank. (laughs) (laughs) These boys were the original punked. Sorry if I ruined the Goatman legend. Like I said, no one would believe me anyway. No way. What do you think to that? That was just in a comment. I can't, it was like not even the top comment on this video, just like scrolling through the comments and I see that. That's amazing. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like, it's like that other report with the anonymous letter. Is this someone trying to take credit for something famous that happened? Or is this, have I, have I stumbled upon the real deal and no one's reporting it? I mean, maybe. I just, I feel like even teenage boys, I mean, it depends on how they, and maybe, I suppose, when you're in a crowd, the ability to get caught up in the hype is a lot greater. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe that's just what it was, just a load of hype and people were like, did you see it fling that tire? And then I suppose you would start to maybe believe that yeah. it was stronger than it was or bigger than it was. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe. But I, I also feel like you would know if it was kids dicking about. Mm. So some, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I like it more if it's this hoax and these kids got away with it for all these years and it was just a stupid fucking koala on their head or if it was a real monster. But Tiss, yeah, what do you reckon? Uh, that comment changes things. Uh, then again, it could be just someone writing that, but certainly makes sense. Who knows? Something about that comment and the fact that it's not like seeking any attention it's just like oh i know what this was like underneath a youtube video it's not like they've gone to the presses that makes it feel kind of genuine to me yeah like they don't think anything of it Mm, yeah i guess so yeah because it's like it was his cousins that did it anyway so like it's not even him Mm. yeah i guess so yeah maybe 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 listeners Mm. what do you think um so obviously this is a famous event that happened at uh fort worth and every year since 2009 Fort Worth Nature Centre and Refuge has held an annual Lake Worth Monster Bash. Of course it has. Now, if we ever do our Weird Tales road trip, I think we owe it to ourselves to attend the Lake Worth Monster Bash at some point. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. And um, that, that's all I have on the Lake Worth Monster. Sweet. I prefer that to the first one. Yeah, me too. Mm. It's, yeah, it's much more believable than some crazy axe-wielding... Mon- like intelligent monster it's it's more believable and even if it's um even if it is teens i kind of like that as well i like it either way uh so finally let's move on to my uh the the most famous one actually of the three main goat men we're talking about uh do you remember the name of it from the beginning of the episode pope lick pope lick well done the pope lick monster let's do it Half man, half goat. 
Surprise, surprise. Uh, said to lie beneath Trestle Bridge over Pope Lick Creek, Louisville, Kentucky. Hmm. Are we saying, I mean, whatever we say, we'll have Americans destroying us. Are we saying Louisville or Louisville? Let's go Louisville. Louisville, okay. So in Louisville, in Kentucky. in uh, So in Pope Lick. Uh, Pope Lick Creek is this the uh, is the river that goes, um, yeah, and it says to live beneath Trestle Bridge, so it's the bridge again. Right. So think of this one as looking like we said earlier, like the cloven hooves. Think of it like a minotaur, basically. All right. Uh, horns like a minotaur. You know Ooh, the legs. So very different. Pale skin like human torso. Ooh. Uh, it says the hair on it is like really greasy, like greasy hair. Mm. Now, there's some parts of this which I like and some parts I don't. And the origin story is where it gets silly again. Okay. But before before we get into the origins, I'm going to show you a little picture of Trestle Bridge, uh, what it lives underneath, apparently, so you can get an idea of its dwelling. It's this this big, long bridge there. Oh. Ooh. So it's a railway bridge, really thin, really high, really long. Okay. And people say it lives underneath that bridge. And basically, it said to just want to kill people by any means. So it doesn't necessarily always do this by hand. It will hypnotize people uh, and lure them, trick them onto the bridge, hit by a train, fall off the bridge basically loads of deaths around this bridge so people uh in search of this monster will go to the bridge or be lured to the bridge or be tricked onto the bridge uh, and there's been numerous deaths around this bridge which have been put down to the pope lick monster now this is the one of all the goat men that has an actual death toll proven death toll like m- numerous people dead at this bridge wow what so i'll come on to the origins in a bit but uh yeah often through hypnotism trickery like i said It'll lure you under the bridge and pounce on you in the dark as well as onto the bridge. Um, Mm. Now, it will call out, which will hypnotize you, like I said, but it may even be able to mimic voices of people you know. Oh, creepy. So you'll hear your your name called and be lured to the sound of your own name in the voice of someone familiar. Wow. Um, And some people will even say that when you're on the bridge, it may appear at one end of the bridge and in fear you will jump out of the way and that will kill you as well. So, you know, loads of ways to die. Wow, I don't want to go on that bridge ever. <laughs> well, I'm not surprised because it, you saw a picture of it. It's so thin. It's a railway bridge. If that train comes, you're fucked, basically. It's like the bridge from Stand By Me. Yeah, I don't fancy that at all. So I'm going to tell you a couple of origins and see what you think to these. Um... Okay. He's a chemist who became a recluse after his face was burned. Yeah, that is mental. Mm. Why? Okay, why? Or he's just a strange old hermit. These are the ones where it's just like, it's a man. Don't like that. (laughs) No, I don't like that. I don't like that either. He was summoned by satanic cults in the 70s. Oh, okay. Mm. This is what Tis was saying about it being demonic earlier. I said it might come up. That's that. Right, okay. And so that's why it's it's like maybe using demonic chants to get people off the bridge and stuff like that. Mm, yeah, maybe. Spells. Sacrificing. Yeah, I don't know. Um, okay, this is 
it's a circus freak. <laughs> right. He was taken in by uh, a ringleader named Colonel uh, Beauregard Schildknecht, mm-hmm. who found him in Maryland, which is weird because we talked about the Maryland goat man before. Hmm. Found him there. Not related, just a different goat man. Maybe there's a family of goat men in Maryland. Mm. So some people say it escaped from the uh, the circus. So it was imprisoned, beaten, and eventually escaped the circus with a hatred for man. Uh, some people say that when the train was passing over that bridge, it was struck by lightning, uh, uncoupled, and then he managed to make his escape. Shit. I mean, it's preposterous. It is mental. I was kind of enjoying the... I was kind of enjoying this one until some of yeah, these... Yeah, this is the same thing that happened with me. Just silly. I almost didn't want to tell you the origins, but i got to cover it. Yeah. The satanic cult one's pretty interesting. Yeah, but there's no more information on that. It's just like, maybe it's this. So that's probably just like teenagers making up for Halloween stories. Yeah. And then the circus freak. Oh, it's just... It's embarrassing. The train thing's interesting, because also in Kentucky there is a story of a ghost... A ghost train legend, like there was apparently it's a, a ghost train that people see. It looks like an old circus train. So I reckon it's maybe those two urban myths conflated into one thing. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. The other one, the other story I've got, uh, you guys might like this one. Uh, he's the product of um, intimacy between a farmer and a sheep. Oh. Mm. That is disgusting. Why do people have to take it that far? A farmer and a sheep or a farmer and a goat. Um, It's just the love child of some farmer and its goat. Yeah, so um, coitus between man and beast. Coitus? Nah. (laughs) He he attempted to hide the the offspring, but uh, the offspring eventually killed the farmer and escaped. No. Yeah, definitely not. Understandably, that story... Is really unpopular amongst farmers in the area. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not surprised. Basically, blaming farmers for bestiality. Yeah, yeah. It's saying, oh, you know what them farmers are like. And uh, yeah, not good. It's those vegans sharing gossips, just nonsense about farmers to keep people from eating goats. <laughs> yeah, because you know, I don't know how many people in uh, Kentucky are eating goats, but. <laughs> But yeah, maybe that's it. Do you really want to eat a goat that someone f***? Uh, I mean, I don't really want to eat a goat. <laughs> goat's head stew is the thing, isn't it? Uh, People eat goat's head no. stew. No, goat, you have goat curry, don't you? Yeah, yeah. Well, you don't, you guys don't, but I have had it. It's nice. You had goat curry. Really beautiful. That's for goat's beef. Goat curry is delicious. It's cooked for like days and days. Beautiful. Because it's quite a hard meat. They have to cook it for so long, but then eventually it's super soft, right? Really soft and lots of lovely flavour. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, I don't know what I'm talking about that. So there are reported <laughs> deaths uh, in 1987, 1988, 1994, uh, 2000. Uh, these are just the ones I actually got reports of. There's loads of rumours of others, but these are the ones I can actually pin down as being factual. Right. There, uh, there was another death in 2016. Oh, wow. Only a few years ago. Uh, and I have I have a, the report of that. This, I mean, this is actually quite a sad story because a lot of it is people dying going in search of this urban legend. Uh, but this is the report of a woman dying from the goat man, apparently, in 2016. Okay. And this is from Tomo News US on, on YouTube. 
the public monster strikes again. Ohio resident Roquel Bain is the latest thrill seeker to die in pursuit of a legendary monster whose myth has claimed many lives. According to legend, the half-goat, half-human creature hypnotizes people into crossing the Pope Lick Trestle, where they then meet their death by train. Bane and her boyfriend heard the story and decided to check out the site in Louisville, Kentucky. The pair were up on the trestle Saturday night when they were surprised by an oncoming train. The two decided to hang over the side of the structure after realizing they wouldn't make it to the other side, but Bane was too slow. She was hit by the train and fell from the trestle, an 80 to 100-foot drop. Bane was pronounced dead at the scene from multiple blunt force injuries. Another victim claimed by the Goatman. Her boyfriend survived the incident with no injuries. Local residents say the urban legend has been around for decades. Thrill seekers who come to the town mistakenly believe the trestle is abandoned and head in, despite a fence and a sign warning people to stay away. So there we go. People are dying more in pursuit of this monster. But then people are saying the pursuit itself is the monster tricking people, so it sort of keeps the story going. Mm. And people are dying in pursuit of the story, which then keeps the story going. That's mad. That is kind of weird. Um, I mean, surely... I mean, bridges are notorious, aren't they, for people dying on them or underneath them? Because it's such an old bridge, it, like you said, it, a lot of people see it and say it looks out of commission. Mm. So they think it's safe to go on, even though the signs... That's what because I actually read an interview with this because it was a there was a girl that died there and she was with her boyfriend and I read an interview of him afterwards. I I was gonna do a bit more on it, but it's too sad. It's really sad. Um, but he was saying we just thought it was like an unused bridge. We were just having fun, and then you know she died. Oh jeez! Wow, man, that's pretty terrible. Yeah, I mean, imagine imagine watching that happening. That's pretty grim. Oh, exactly. And this is still happening. There's one last year, 2019. And same kind of thing, being hit by a train? Or... Yeah, May 2019, a 15-year-old girl, Savannah Bright, uh, who was there with her friend investigating the monster because fun, 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 teenagers, and yeah, the train. So actually, this this legend is really dangerous because it's encouraging teenagers to go to this incredibly dangerous area for a thrill. Yeah. You could say the demonic... Uh... Entity just took itself online, and that's all. The goat man doesn't exist to the uh, the scene anymore. Oh, I like it. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I mean, I don't like it. It's horrible, but I like the idea. Yeah, I mean, you think they'd have fences and things by now? Well, there are, like I said, there are fences, there are signs, but people were just climbing over them, ignoring the signs. Kind of stupid. I mean, like the thing I've read is really popular, especially at Halloween with teenagers. Uh, they do like bravery tress. Can you walk the trestle bridge and stuff like that? I'd just say no. No, yeah, I wouldn't do it. But um, I'm a wimp. No, I can't. But despite all these stories and all this history, there's never actually been any sightings. I've got no pictures to show you of this one. But this is more of a, like a spiritual thing. Yeah, uh, there was a short film in 1988 called The Legend of the Pope Lick Monster, which was kind of controversial because um, they don't want to keep the myth you're being perpetuated because of the danger and stuff. Yeah. Something I did notice about the film, though, I looked it up on IMDb. It was written and directed by a man named Ron Schildknecht. And if you remember the circus story earlier, mm. that was said to be that he was taken in by the ringleader, Colonel Beauregard Schildknecht. Oh, yeah. So I'm wondering if that is more evidence that this is just all nonsense stories, because it's a bit of a coincidence that the director, writer and director of this film 
would have the same name as the supposed ringleader who took it in. Yeah, exactly. Unless it was a uh, relative. Yeah, unless he was making a story about his granddad, the circus leader. Hmm. Mm, maybe. Uh, something I did find online while searching for the about this um, is something called, if you go on legendatpopelick.com, they do haunted woods tours in the area, which look pretty bonkers. Right. I'll be interested if anyone's been on this. Um, the description on the website says, um, Legend of Pope Lick Haunted Woods is a haunted trail that explores Louisville's legendary folklore, the Pope Lick Monster. The Goat Man has been terrorizing the Louisville community for over 50 years and is one of the city's most investigated legends. We will send you into the forest thought to be inhabited by the ravenous Pope Lick Pope Lick monster armed with only a flashlight. Will you gaze into the goat man's eyes and live to tell the tale? No. And it's like a horror themed night that you can do experience thing. Tish, would you do it? Uh, no. But the weird tales of American road trip, that'd be perfect. I'm not going anywhere near Pope Lick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and that's, that's, that's the Pope Lick monster. So there are three major goat men. I, I liked that one. I kind of liked the... Like that was a different. Like the origin was different, even though some of the origins are a bit silly. Uh, yeah, I liked that one. That's probably my favourite one. Yeah. That's your favourite one, Tiss. You got a favourite? Um, I'll go for the second one just to uh, to be different. I'm I'm actually with the second one as well. So you're not that different. But none of us are going with the axe wielding Maryland going. <laughs> no. Oh, I've got another picture here. Um. Which is like a known hoax, but I thought, you know, you can't not bring up this picture when you talk about the goat man. You'd have seen this before, guys. Yeah. Yeah. That's so stupid. That's like the famous goat man hoax picture that you see. Obvious CGI. Yeah. It's like, I reckon it's like a CGI or a man in a suit with some CGI doctoring or something like that. I don't know. But yeah. Uh, So. I am going to quickly uh, talk about one final one. This is going to be super quick. Like I'm literally just going to read a paragraph from Wikipedia because there wasn't too much to um, delve into. Mm. And I know how much certain listeners love it when I read from Wikipedia. (laughs) So um, this one is also in Texas, like the the second one was. Um, And this is the Goatman of the Old Alton Bridge, Mm. otherwise known as Goatman's Bridge. Yeah. Locally, the bridge is known as Goatman's Bridge due to a legendary demonic satyr of the same name who is popularly believed to inhabit the forest surrounding the area. Alternatively, legend tells of a black goat farmer who moved his family to a residence just north of the bridge. A few years later, Oscar Washburn was known as a dependable and honest businessman and North Texans endearingly began to call him the Goatman. But the success of a black man was still unwelcome to many and clansmen in the local government turned to violence after he displayed a sign at Alton Bridge, this way to the Goatmans. In August 1938, clansmen crossed the bridge and kidnapped Washburn from his family. They hung a noose on the old Alton Bridge, and after securing it around his neck, threw him over the side. When they looked down to see if he had died, the noose was empty. In a panic, they returned to his family home and slaughtered his wife and children. Locals warn that if you cross the bridge at night without headlights, you will be met on the other side by the Goatman. Ghostly figures and strange lights are said to appear in the surrounding woods, as well as reports of visitors being touched, grabbed, 
and having rocks thrown at them. This legend results in the area around Old Alton Bridge being popular among paranormal investigators. Mm. That's pretty nuts. Yeah. Uh, so that's all I have on that one. I just, I, it just, the story was told pretty succinctly on Wikipedia, so I thought just read it from there. Uh, but yeah, pretty grim story. Uh, yeah. Clansmen and, you know, murder and, yeah, all sorts of unsavory stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Not a very nice one, that. No. That's why I didn't want to go too much into it, but I thought I'd mention it because it's sort of, they're sort of the main ones that you hear about. Hmm. So if you get to the other side of the bridge, he meets you and uh, that's it. You're a goner. I guess so. It's uh, So the old Alton Bridge is in Texas. Like I said, it connects Denton and Copper Canyon in Texas. I see what you mean. Lots of bridges. Lots of bridges. Uh, Billy Goat's Gruff. <laughs> and uh, that's all the Goatman stories. So guys, any final thoughts on Goatman or Goatmen as an idea in general? Why the popularity? Let's hear it. Is it real? Um, probably not. None. There's no real goat man. Maybe when the uh, animal-human hybrids get started. Okay. I like that that's the one that you're going for as being most plausible. I mean, it's more plausible than a circus gone already. Yeah. Yeah. That's two big fish. Definitely. Yeah, that's, that's pretty silly. Uh, yeah, I don't think there's much... In it, I think it's lots of legend and folklore in it. What Tiss said earlier about the goat man being sort of a demonic image, mm. for some reason that hadn't come up, hadn't crossed my mind when doing the research, but I think that sort of unlocked something in my brain a little bit. Like, I think that's why the image of a goat man is so popular because it's such a, a typical sort of satanic image. Yeah. yeah. And there's, um, you know, that's a, a common fear, uh, you know, Satanism, especially in the 70s when there was all sort of like devil worship and Satanists going on. Yeah. And um, and it seems a lot of stories were popular in the 70s for around these goat men. So that seems to line up to me a little bit. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, I think um, I think the demonic thing may be, that's, that's the thing with the most stock and... Uh, yeah, in terms of it being a physical animal or monster, then probably not. Don't know. I'm with you. I'm with you. Are we all agreeing then? Uh, yeah, not real. I think I think none of us believe it's real on this one. We're all saying rubs on it. Yeah, which is different because Mothman, I sort of won you guys round by the end of that episode. Yeah. And Yeti, Beef won us round by the end of that episode. Yeah. This one, I wasn't trying to win you round, and and you weren't one round. I wasn't trying to put you off either. I just don't think there's much no. to go on. The stories are all a little bit too unbelievable. Yeah. They're fun to listen to. I love the idea, and I like the stories, and I love the imagery of a goat man. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Who knows? Maybe there's a listener out there, and you've got more conclusive evidence. Oh, yeah. Has anyone seen the goat man? Let us know. Mm. Are you the goat man? Is the goat man listening? No. That would be, you know, if, if you are, I'd love to have you on to talk on an episode. Bring your axe with you. Well, no, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, let's talk. Are we, are we done on goat man? Yeah. I think we're done. I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. Let's talk listener of the week. Yep. 
Um, uh, I, I didn't check. I don't think he's already been listener of the week. If he is, if he has, then it's my mistake, and we've had a, a double up. But I don't think he's been listener of the week. Uh, a guy called uh, Will Pendarvis, uh, who lives in Hollywood. Oh, nice. He's a Hollywood listener. Uh, he works in broadcasting in Hollywood. He's a Hollywood big shot. Oh. And uh, he's sent us really nice emails uh, a few few times over the last couple of years. Um, very kind words about the show and uh, our chemistry and uh, just the show in general. It's a well put together show, which is, we love this show. Oh, sweet. <laughs> we agree, Will. So <laughs> yeah. uh, I've been meaning to make him listen of the week at some point. I don't think I already have. Uh, but also I said I'd seek out some listener music for the end of this week's episode. So he sent me some of his tracks uh, last year sometime. Nice. He made an album under the name Hate Bean. Mm-hmm. The album was uh, Fetus and Fetu, uh, and it was a concept album, which he was made. It was like kind of on a dare from his friends, like make an album. So he sort of made it as a bit of a joke. Um, right. And this is a track from that called Heinous, which will play us out at the end. Um, so yeah, thanks, Will. Listen of the week, and we're going to play one of your tracks when we're all done with this. Listen of the week. Listen of the week. Thanks very much. Thanks, man. Nice one. Thanks, man. If you want to send us music, if you want to send us stories, if you want to say hi, if you want to get in contact, you can do so at unexplainableuk at mail.com or you can contact via the website, which is weirdtalesandtheunexplainable.com. On that website, there are also links to uh, buy merch at TeePublic. There are links to our Twitter handles, to the Facebook, to all the stuff that is relevant to that. Ways to support us are on there as well. Uh, you can support me and my time editing on Patreon at patreon.com slash Bob Shoy, B-O-B-S-H-O-Y. Also, if you want to buy some bonus podcasts uh, that I did on the Patreon over the last year, you can now do so at bobshoy.bandcamp.com. If you go there, there are four albums, uh, three or four tracks per album, uh, very reasonably priced. I think they're about two pounds each or name your price. And there's some really good episodes on there. So go and have a look. There's stuff, there's... Uh, Stuff I did with Rick for Weird Tales Revisited. There's some mini weird news things. Uh, there's stuff I did for 5-Minute Folklore, if you listen to that show. And there's stuff I did uh, for Known For, if you listen to my movie podcast. So have a look on there if you want to purchase any bonus podcasts. That's bobshoy.bandcamp.com. Sweet. Well done. And I think we're done. Tiss is dying. Tiss is feeling under the weather tonight, you may have noticed. Yeah, I'm dying. He's dying. He's, we've seen him deflate as the episode's gone on. Do you think if uh, if we were... I know we're uh, talking about the beep, but uh, yeah. if we went into a very, very long lockdown, do you think we'd consider uh, for cash going on Twitch and just and just doing weird tales just off the cuff uh, oh. for maybe 48 hours, 72 hours, something like that? I mean, I still <laughs> have to study. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking like... Apocalypse situation where everything oh, stops. Oh, right, to raise money for our Lots of things stuff. stops. Oh, uh, right. Anyway, why am I telling, why am I telling you this? I mean, this Can't apocalypse talk is going to really date the episode for people living and listening in the future, but I'll leave some of it. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I said we won't mention the uh, beep. Yeah. Uh, oh shit! I realise I haven't done a dog of the week. Uh, but I can't remember. I haven't got time to look one up now. I'll do. I'll do one next week. I promise, guys. Keep sending your dog pictures and dog stuff. We like seeing your pets.
Dog of the week is uh, Griff. Oh, there we go. We got dog of the week. Liz's mum's dog, Griff. Lovely boxer. Uh, there's no picture because my phone's nice. being used as Skype. But you can go on Instagram. It's, uh, it's on my page. A Griff appreciation post. Do you know what? Can I make a suggestion? Yeah. For for now on. Yeah. To to keep us going through the beep. Um, right. There's just any any pet photos. Well, I I lobbied for that at the beginning. I wanted and to no see one cats did it. Yeah, yeah. and all sorts of stuff. But you guys said dogs only. I'm I'm up for all all animals, all dogs. Oh and yeah, but <laughs> I feel like let's extend that now. Okay, finally, pet of pet the week. Of the week. <laughs> Desperate times. We still want to see your dogs. Oh, I still want to see your cats. Well, I do want to see your cats, but I also want to see some weird pets. weird pets. Yeah, like an iguana. I like uh, birds. Anyone got any cute birds? A cockatoo. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, maybe. A budgie. Do people still have budgies? I don't know. I mean, I know a few people who have like the, the birds, like the African parrots and that. And they, they live for like 80 years. That's a commitment. It's a big that commitment. That is a long African greys. Unless you buy it at 80. <laughs> yeah, I'll buy it at like 75 years old. <laughs> just let it go. Oh my God. Imagine a parrot just living <laughs> out its life. Outside, they had um, my my granddad's sister. They had a uh, an African grey parrot. Mm-hmm. Um, most of their marriage, and they've they, she's still got it. I think um, curly, uh, uh-huh. but it it keeps pulling its feathers out where it's like really sad and depressed. Oh, so I wonder whether people aren't doing it anymore because it's too it's not ethical because they just need too much space, I guess. I don't know. I'd, I've seen people. It's put some put some people I follow on my Twitter. Actually, um, we mentioned him a few times the guy who does the Talking Simpsons podcast, Bob Mackey. Uh, saw him in Portland. He has a African grey African grey parrot called Louie, which I like watching the updates of. Uh, it's a very oh, okay. like friendly friendly bird. Maybe stand corrected then. Hmm. Anyway, <laughs> that's a pa- pet talk. talk. The episode finished ten minutes ago. We will leave it all in because it was a short one anyway. <laughs> Exactly. In two weeks' time, Tiss is going to be hosting an episode if he's um, still alive. Yay! Um, and then after that, uh, we're having a break, but me and Rick are going to do a Weird Tales Revisited, and then there'll be a month break, and then we'll be back for another run. Or maybe we'll be on Twitch uh, for forever, so everyone yeah. can listen to us constantly yeah. witter on about weird stuff until the apocalypse. I mean, we have had requests to do like Weird Tales Live and stuff. What, on Twitch? A few yeah. times. Maybe now's the yeah. actual time to do it. Yeah, that'd be good. Send us some topics Isn't... for Weird Tales Live. No time like the present. Yeah, may- maybe we could, uh, maybe people could suggest subjects live and we'd just go and research them, you know, right there and then. People in the comments can yeah. send us videos. Be a whole interactive episode. Oh, it'd be great, wouldn't it? Be nuts. Amazing. Yeah, I'm up for that. Sweet. All right, well, we'll see what happens. I mean, I'd be keen, but uh, we'll see what happens. Right. Right, okay. Thanks cool. for listening, everyone. We love you lots. Um, you're listening to um, The Goat. This podcast is The Goat. <laughs> Man. Goat goat hard man. or go home. <laughs> it's the goat, man. Don't have a cow. <laughs> Don't have a goat, man. 
Thanks. This is uh, Heinous by Hate Beam, a Hate Bean, aka Will Pendarvis. Thanks for listening. Love you lots. See you later. Love you. Bye. 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 The Billy Goat bye. Scruff bye. Bye. Don't have a goat, man. Bye. Bye. Oh, God. Okay. We did it. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait. Is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.